Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Virgin Radio Podcasts. My name is Eddie Temple Morris and I've got a real treat for you. If you're a fan of Tom Walker, what a year Tom had in 2018. He was not only the most played artist on Virgin Radio in the last six months of the year with an unprecedented three songs on our playlist, but he uh, kicked off this year by getting the Audience Choice Award for Best Breakthrough Artist at the Brit Awards. He had an incredible 2018 with a global, international mega smash. I think it was a hit in 22 countries with Leave a Light On and his album is full of tunes that you know and tunes that you love and tunes that you don't know and that you're going to love. You're going to hear a couple of surprises in here. He's such a lovely man who reflects his beautiful music and I think you're going to get a kick out of uh, his going through every song on this great debut album. So here it is, Tom Walker taking our hand and leading us through What a Time to Be Alive. Right. Well, Tom Walker. Hello. I, I'm I'm buzzing. I was keeping my fingers crossed to do this. Like the last, the, I'm I'm really really buzzing to do this. Now, like the last time that I saw you in this very office, yeah, I shook your hand for the first time and I wished you good luck to, to for that audience award for the for the breakthrough artist at the Brits. And now I'm seeing you as a as a Brit Award winner. No, you you must you must be buzzing about. Absolutely that. buzzing, mate. I can't believe it. It's uh, it's crazy. I still don't think it's fully set in. You know what I mean? When you look through the list of people that have won or even been nominated it's like yeah it's not so very happy and very I'm also very happy that you kept up the age old tradition of getting really hammered oh yeah at, at the bridge absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the joy of it. I mean, the genuine joy of it for you must have been like... It was so you know. good. And all my mates like I grew up with who like lived down the road from me, they came up to London and uh, I managed to sneak them into the Sony after party and we were partying. <laughs> Got back to mine and just continued partying through till the next day. I mean, it was just... <laughs> and then the next day you were on Chris Evans' show. And then show. the next day I swore on Chris Evans because I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> I've never sworn on radio before, ever. <laughs> it was my first one, but uh, it was all good. I've just seen... Uh, uh, the, the breakfast presenter who, who who puts the show together and he's like we didn't have any complaints so it's all good I was just like okay sorry, yeah. sorry. again sorry, Chris sorry. is very good at apologising and you know he got he got used to it in the 90s with Sean Ryder yeah. and you're, a, you're <laughs> Tom you're a walk in the park yeah. compared to Sean so um, and I'm going to say actually I'm going to say with with no research to back it up but this is a feeling that I've got in my water maybe my uh, my producer Mick who's watching us through the glass might be able to corroborate this but I think that you were the most played artist on Virgin Radio last year I mean, for for certain, the, the tail end, I don't even need to research this, tail yeah. end of last year, yeah. maybe the last trimester or maybe the last six months, no, last trimester, you had three songs on the playlist. I've never seen that before <laughs> on any radio station that I've ever worked for because we had... Your first two your first two tracks on the album, sure. plus that beautiful rudimental one. That, oh, that collab. Walk Alone! Because yeah. yeah, we had Walk Alone before it came out. We were we were just hammering that as well. Oh, so wicked. so I, I I genuinely think you are the you, you are the most played artist on Virgin Radio. Well, so thank I, you for the support. It's well, uh, very lovely. Well, mate, it's 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 a genuine pleasure. You know, you you, you make music that really we, we're defined by kind of good vibes and positivity, and that's really what your what you exude, oh, and you. and what your and what your music. You know, often the music that people make reflects yeah. the person, right? Sure. I mean, that's got to be true in your yeah, case. Yeah, I would, it? I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, well, well, well in, I mean, that's perfect—a perfect way to to just our entry point into the record sure. and and to and to Angels track one because yeah. there's such a a strong redemption and positivity. Sure. There's positivity radiating out of this song. Last hope, keeping dreams afloat. I stand just a man on a table. So long ago when you're on your own Take care of my broken shore Tell me more about it, about how it came together and stuff. Um, well, it's one of those songs 
where I kind of wanted to reflect a little bit on like the everyday heroes in society because I feel like they don't really get a mention sometimes, you know, like the NHS has been so good to me over the years. Like when I was when I was born, I was in the hospital for like ne like nearly the first year of my life, mm. um, and they looked after me. And you know, I've I've fractured my collarbone like three times, twice <laughs> uh, because I watched Home Alone and I was sledging down the stairs <laughs> in a sleeping bag. But there's a wall at the end of my staircase, not a door into the street. And, uh, <laughs> Respect. Yeah, Respect. exactly. So and you know, <laughs> social carers and firemen and all this stuff. And it's just a weird one in society these days where we seem to like really focus on worshipping celebrities, you know? And I often think, like, but, you know, what has Kim Kardashian done for you recently? Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing I, I at all. I could not agree more. And it's it's just a really odd one. Like, so I just wanted to write a song that kind of, you know, praise the, the everyday hero in society. And that's what Angel's is about. And this is something that is borne out and reflected in the cover to your record, which totally. I remember talking about last year yeah. on, on Virgin Radio. And I've now just seen it on the vinyl, on yeah. your, on the your blue vinyl. vinyl. Oh, yes, on blue, and it's such a lovely shade it's of so blue. Beautiful, it's like aqua, it's, it, what is it? It's like, it's sort like, like a, turquoise. Oh, it's a dreamy turquoise. It, it, it's, that, oh. it's that incredible blue that you get on certain Caribbean islands when the yeah. sun is just right. Absolutely. Or there's a place in Greece called Pal Palio Castrizzo, which has got something in the water and it makes it like sort of really, really aquamarine blue. But yeah, <laughs> God, that's lovely. Tell me more about the, the cover. Sure. Uh, about the, the artist, the whole concept. You know, you are, you are absolutely celebrating your, not just your heroes and the people that influence you, but your yeah. mates. Totally. I mean, the cover, which has been hand-painted by an artist called Craig Allen. So the company we work with who kind of help us do the art side of stuff called Big Active they brought in a bunch of ideas and I'd given them a brief like, I want this album to be all the people, all the stories, all the moments that have inspired these songs and uh, to come together to make this bigger thing. And he showed me Craig Allen's work and on the cover is 2,000 people. Now, I don't know 2,000 people. <laughs> so I think there's about between two and 300 um, p people on there have been drawn in from pictures that I sent to Craig. Wow. So there's like the producers that helped me uh, make the album there's friends and family that have inspired these stories there's uh there's a little you know there's weird little nods like there's a there's darth vader on there because my friends have got a record label <laughs> called dark side recordings <laughs> which has become a bit of a running joke in our friends so i had to put darth vader on there both stood near him which is cool Brilliant. just all these like amazing little things even craig allen painted himself onto the cover. You can see it here in the corner. That's him painting the cover on oh, the cover. Amazing. Which He's done is a self-portrait. Exactly. Like, that's so Stan Lee. Well, it's that's so really cool, Marvel isn't it? Or... So, I mean, I'm never going to beat it. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do for my second <laughs> album. I might just get him to do another one. You well, know? <laughs> well, you know what? That's what probably what OK Go said when they did that first video. Exactly, like, They keep yeah. beating it, man. Oh, my God. You they, know? Did, they ended up doing one in space, didn't they? Or something crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, so, you know, you're going to beat yeah. it, man. I have every faith yeah. in you. <laughs> So well, actually, that's that. That brings us into the next song in a really nice way, which is "Leave a Light On," the one that we, you know, the one that made everyone fall in love with you. Yeah. I will leave the light on. So is the person that you really missed and were worried about yeah. writing that inspired that song, are they on there? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, all my best and closest friends are basically on that cover and it's all photos from like Glastonbury and stuff like that. <laughs> like my mate who had an, an umbrella at Glastonbury is on that cover somewhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the one that kind of broke us through. And it's funny with that, that story because it was, it was one where... My friend was having a bit of a tough time and he was, he was drinking a little bit too much. And I think as an adult, it's really difficult to say to another adult, you need to calm down, mate, like you've got a problem, you know? Well, especially man to man. Yeah. You know, girls find it easy. 100%. And, that, and that's why they don't kill themselves as much as we do. Well, because we just don't talk about anything, do we? Yeah. Like, me and my mates are really open with it. Like, I feel like I've got a really strong group of mates and we're very fortunate in that respect that if something's going wrong with one person in the group, everyone will chip in and 
mm. have a word. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but at the time, I was really finding it, you know, troubling because he was kind of denying it and all that stuff. And yeah. And uh, my auntie had very sadly passed away at the age of like it, she was in her forties. You know what I mean? It was really unexpected. Um, so th that week, I was having a terrible week, and I just wanted to write a song that gave all my mates and my family and my friends a little bit of like hope. You know, like I know everything's crap right now, but it is going to be all right and I'm here for all of you. And that yeah. was the inspiration behind this song. Yeah, that's lovely. And it, that we all love a turnaround. And sometimes yeah. it takes, like the best the best lyrics I ever wrote was when I was feeling the worst. Yeah, you know, oh, it, totally. Yeah. Like it, it takes sometimes tragedy for, for ecstasy to happen or, you know, yeah. it's positive. You know, it's the, it's the old every cloud has a silver lining. Totally, thing. It, it yeah. took you to have, it took the, the dark cloud for you to have. Yeah, for sure. The thing that changed your life. And, yeah. And so, and was there was there a moment where you just thought... F me, I'm famous. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> was there a moment? Like, because your life must have just totally changed it when that did. song hit. I mean, it was, it, you know what? It didn't, it wasn't like overnight with that song. Like, it had some success at the start, but then a few, it started kicking off in Italy first. And then it went from like Italy to France and Germany and then came back to the UK. And then over 18 months, it was just crazy. The song just went like absolutely huge. And not just in England, like, it, yeah. like it was, I think it went. I think it was like top one on iTunes in like 20 different countries or something mad wow. like that. Somebody wow. told me today and I was just like, what? That's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, what a journey that song's brought me on. And uh, I just, I, I've, I can't wait for everybody to hear the rest of the album because oh, that was yeah. so exciting. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. even released an album well, yet. Well, so. well, we'll get on with it. But I, but I, but I wanted to share with you this thought that I, that I kept, because we played that so much and it's like, you know, what can I say about this song? And I started coming up with this kind of like, cockamamie theory that it is uh that it's it, it's a love song for a friend sure. and, he, and hear me out on this it's and this is inspired from listening to a science a scientist talk about love on the radio from the point of view of a scientist right. and, they were, and, and you know they're saying explain love from the point of view of science and he said well it's you know it's dopamine and serotonin it's a bunch of, of happy chemicals and stuff yeah and they said well but what is the true essence of love and he said as a scientist it's when you miss someone you get that human feeling of missing someone and like you know, it's clearly you're missing that person and you're worried about that person, which is very similar to miss to that feeling. Yeah. And so I just thought this is obviously a very honest man yeah. who is who loves another man yeah. and in a really like lovely platonic way and and is missing them. And I just thought this is a love song. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy to go with that. You know, <laughs> good. I love that. Oh, good, good. Um, well, so let's let's get. In, let's go in. Let's now. go in. Let's so go we've in. had angels and leave a light on, which everybody knows. Um, and then actually not giving in. Uh, that's that. That was that a single? That was so instantly so familiar to me. Um, we oh, just put that. We put it out early last Friday. Yeah, just kind of under the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had like our biggest streaming day ever on that track, which was amazing. Wow. Um, when you gave away the love we gave you, you don't It's, it's one of those things when you're doing this international thing and you're running certain songs at a certain time. Yeah. You like have to focus on the one that you're doing. I'm like, but I just want to talk about this new yeah. one now. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like getting a new car and not driving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not giving in, very obviously, there's an echo of angels, of that positivity, yeah. of that whole... Uh, it's, it's really motivational, isn't it, your music? Well, I think it's depressing with an underlying tone of hope, is what, <laughs> is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's very noble. Actually, you know, the last time I did this was with the 19th, was with Matty from the 1975. Sure. Going through that record, which was full of surprises. And yeah. that's like, there's so much, and you're squaring up to heroin addiction, but it's in a major key. You yeah. know, and it's yeah, all yeah, yeah. it's all so uplifting. Yeah. It is very holistic, isn't it? Yeah, 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 totally. I mean with that one this is the one on the album that's like was inspired by a story and there was so basically I live uh near Finsbury Park and there's a bridge there near the underground and there was a woman, a homeless woman, living under that bridge for a long time and it, it I don't know how long it was in time, but I walked past it every day, which felt like a year almost. It might have been less, it might have been more. And one day she just disappeared. But before that, I'd sat down and shared a cigarette with her one night and had mm. a chat and had a brief insight into like what her life was like. And 
it was just a bit it was totally crazy from my point of view of my life you know it's so different like i can't i can't comprehend how difficult it must be like being homeless you know yeah it must be so like like when you there's nobody else to go to you know what i mean like well yeah especially like, in this day and age you know with, a, with such an uncaring government it really is oh, it's mate. even more isolating you know? i know and it's it's just it's crazy so i wrote that song inspired by the chats that we had together and i won't go into too much detail but yeah um I just I often wondered like what would have happened if I'd like offered more of a hand and like trying to lent myself a bit more into her situation because she was lovely, mm. um, and one day she just disappeared and I always wondered what what would have happened if I'd helped out a bit more and had a couple more chats with her and just seen what had gone on. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know if she's in a better place and she's sorted out and like it's all good or yeah I don't know. So yeah, oh that's uh, yeah. Well you know we have to be positive and, and hope and hopefully and, yeah and, and and hope for the best and that's. Like your, you know, your music is, it, it is, it, it, like I say, it, it, it is so positive. It's very, it's very hopeful. So we come to track number four. Yeah. Um, how, you, how can you sleep at night? Which at first glance, you think, okay, well, that's, there's some negativity. There's, there, there's sure. going to be, there's going to be, a, I can feel a rant coming yeah. here. But again, there's, you've turned it around. You know, it, there's, you're talking about ways that you can improve there. You know, sure. it's, it, there's so much sort of self-awareness there. Make me a better man. You'll make me a better man So how can you sleep at night? Tell me you think I deserve this Tell me now what should I do? Cause I'm standing Tell me what's, what's going on with this track. So, um... Me and my now fiance, because I just got engaged. Congratulations! In Thank you very much. Um, I, I think two years ago we were living in this house with eight people, and she dropped everything to move to London to be with me. And it was like this new life we were starting together, and we we're living in a house at the time with eight people. And I had a little studio in the basement, which, as I'm sure you know, is quite rare to have in your house in London. Yeah. And it was like double brick either side. Neighbors couldn't hear a thing. It was the dream. Double brick. It's a nice drum sound in there. Yeah. <laughs> but the house was knackered. It was falling to bits. Like pipes kept bursting all over the place. It was just. It was a nightmare. But the the space was amazing. Yeah. And one day she was just like, "We need to move out of here and and go somewhere more sensible that makes a bit more sense." And I was being really not very nice because all I was doing was thinking about myself and thinking about the fact that I had a studio, a studio and just all about me. And I, I'd i never made her cry before and she burst into tears because I was just being a bit horrible and, and I, I felt so bad. Like I felt absolutely awful because um, that never happened. We never really argue either. Like We've got quite a nice special relationship and I just realised how much of a dick I was being. <laughs> And how much I was just like being arrogant and egocentric towards myself. And uh, a couple of weeks later, um, I wrote that song with a couple of a couple of amazing writers. And and yeah, it was kind of just to say sorry. Oh, <laughs> you know? that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, self awareness is a very sexy thing, Tom. Very yeah. Sexy well, it's thing. good to know when you're being a dick, isn't it? You know, you're yeah. allowed to do it as long as like you realise what's going on. Yeah, because we all. I, you, you you can't be great all the time, like you know. You, no, it's, and it's all you know. And it, we, when we come back to the the whole mental health thing, and to to to, to leave a light on, you know, which which was a, a mental health anthem. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like you say, if you know, it's just voicing it, I think, is the important thing, isn't it? You know, it's fine to not be fine. Just tell people about it. Cause yeah, it's bad when you run away with it. When I first got into the music industry and I got signed and everything, everyone was constantly being like oh my God, your life's so amazing now and everything's so amazing for you all the time. And I was like, well, actually, no. It's like, yes, it's an amazing thing. And yes, I've worked so so hard to get to this point, but the work's just started and the schedule's crazy and there's loads of mental things that you don't know that are going on behind closed doors. And I, I felt like I couldn't tell people about the bad things because they wanted it to be this amazing yeah. thing. And I found myself running away from my own friends for a bit and got my head, got myself in this terrible headspace. So it's super important to talk about it, really, because it just, it just, it, it's good for your soul. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a, such a big, I'm a huge believer in that. And I practice what I preach. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I've, been in, I've been involved in, uh, I've been involved in a charity called Calm for 11 years. Amazing. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm to the point of annoyance when somebody goes, how are you? Like if I'm, I'll only say I'm great if I am great. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I might go, just, I'm really crap. Yeah. I, if I'm feeling that way, I know. No, it's do, good to do I'll though, isn't do, it? But get, you know, I got used to it. And, and, I, and I think if, any, if everybody did that, then 
there would be so that you know be less mental health problems, wouldn't there? Yeah, you know? there is a stigma it, where you say that sometimes though in society, and people just brush it off and they don't even like ask like, yeah, what's what's up? You know, yeah. they're just like, oh right, okay, well we're getting on with this thing, and it's yeah, just like well, it's really odd. Like, well, that's <laughs> more a male thing, I think. You know, yeah. girls will always will nine times. I mean, I am sweepingly generalising, but but yeah. but but the the suicide statistics will back me up that girls yeah will deal with that stuff. You totally. know, if you think, yeah. if a girl says to another girl, I'm not feeling great. They'll straight away pounce on that, yeah, and go, "Why? What's going on?" Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, guys. Like, will often kind of just brush you know, it off sometimes. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, getting yeah. better though. We're trying, yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, and the thing is, you know, records like records like "Leave a Light On" really help that because they, yeah. they feed into that positivity bubble and that whole like own take ownership of your feelings and don't be afraid to to talk about it so totally. man you know fair play for for helping out dude it's all right it's a pleasure it's a service I offer. <laughs> <laughs> public service broadcasting with tom walker <laughs> so uh we get to the um near the middle of the album now the middle two yeah. tracks um so this one number five is called now you're gone which finds you in falsetto oh yes for a change i know everything would be criticizing well, i don't want to live like that And this is a this is a duet. This song it is with Zara Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about Zara and tell me how the, how this uh, came together. So I, I was working on this song with Steve Mark and Chelsea Grimes, and we all wrote it together. And uh, it kind of sat around not doing much for a while. And uh, one day Steve was working with Zara, and she popped into the studio, and he let her hear it. And Steve was like, "Well, do you want to have a go at vocal in it?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'd love to," and jumped on it. And uh, I really didn't know what to expect. I know Zara because I love her. She's an amazing artist, right? And I've I heard her live lounge a very long time ago and it was one of the first things I saw of her. And she did It Ain't My Fault, of which I just thought was such a massive tune. Mm. And uh, she had this amazing gospel drummer with and all these chops and she was pitch perfect. And I was <laughs> like, man, she's a real deal. So I'm so buzzing she's on my... Uh, Debut album was pretty crazy. So we've still not actually met. Which is, oh, what? Oh, you did that remotely? We did it remotely. I know, which people are really shocked about because it's to me it sounds like really connected, like you would never know. Yeah. And and she just pulls it off. So I've been trying to sort it out, but obviously, you know, she's a very busy of pop course. star. Yeah, so. but there, there will be a moment, won't there, when you're, I can see it in the future, where you're playing Absolutely. the Royal Albert Hall and then she will come on for the encore to I do that so. or something. We'll come on in the middle of the set to do yeah, that. Yeah, that would be wicked. That has got to happen. Yeah, for doing it live, I'm a bit scared about that falsetto thing doesn't come easy to me, you know. It's, oh, really? It's a tricky one to record. <laughs> well, you know, practice makes perfect, Exactly. <laughs> so um, we come to track six now in my way. I'm just living for the moment. Flying high on paper planes, but they don't hold up. Make mistakes, but I'll be damned if I don't own them. It's a trip, and I don't wanna get sober. Don't wanna get sober, living fast in a daydream. They can try, but I'll be dead before they change me. Cause my guitar's the only one that ever paid me. It's a trip, and I'll be loving every single minute long as And this I can is, uh, I thought it was interestingly for me, bookended by the same lyric which is sure. just living for the moment yeah and that's a really are you a big believer in nowism you know it's such an important thing isn't it i think in moderation it's really good isn't it i think living for the moment every night and going out with your mates and you know what i mean it would be unsustainable but yeah i do i think if you're really enjoying something just go with it and run with it and yeah well i'm not i'm, I'm not talking about carpe diem yeah. You know, which is that living in the moment thing hashtag living my best life and all yeah, that sort of stuff yeah yeah i'm talking about like when you're talking about being a dick with your girlfriend, like being yeah. in the now, like knowing, like being in the moment rather oh, yeah. than sort of distracted or, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's, nowism is a, you know, it's a, it's a thing that people preach these days. It's like a real sort of like be in the moment, be present, be yeah. there for someone. And you know, you know, you're you're there for your mates yeah. quite clearly. 100%. You know, so it's like, it's it's... It's nowism that's more. It's difficult know, to do sometimes, isn't it? But I do try and do it. Like when I'm, we get to do all these amazing things as a as a musician, as an artist, but uh, it's it's often a, a bit tiring sometimes. And you have to remind yourself, like, dude, you've worked your whole life to do this. Like, enjoy this moment. Stop moaning and just enjoy it. And like, it's good to remind yourself that sometimes. Yeah, you know, that, that's it. That that is exactly what nowism is. Yeah. So and 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 so, what were you trying to say with the track, My Way? 
Well, it was one of those things where I had a lot of people kind of looking over my shoulder telling me what I should be doing with my music. And I was I was got it massively into Post Malone. I love Post Malone. So I was listening to his album. I was like, this is awesome, man. I love the beats and I just loved how like new and fresh it sounded. And I was like, I want to make something that, that's inspired by those beats and inspired by his sound. And that for me was my way. And at the time, you know, everyone was like, you can't do this and you can't make this with your music and you can't do that and you shouldn't do this. And I was just like, I'm just going to make a track. And it's exactly what the track is about, just doing it my way, you know. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> so, uh, number seven, what a sweet title. So this is Blessings. So let's hear it for the good times. Let's hear it for the good times. Been counting our blessings. But it don't take us too long Cause our lives ain't like a movie Of a Katy Perry song Been counting our blessings Cause we got friends to lean on Got no money in our pockets We're too This sounds like it's the sound of you being really happy before your success. Yeah. Or it reminded me of like how you'll go on holiday so I like I'd go on holiday in in the in the late 90s to a place like Thailand and I'd go to like a little village where people have nothing but they've got a bit of food a few beers yeah. and they're so so happy even though these are really poor people in a rural community yeah. it sort of reminded me of that kind of vibe yeah yeah totally i mean it was it was, it was inspired one night when me and my mates had a a night at home and this was when we were kind of I guess just after being students where that student loan runs out and you don't have any money anymore yeah. and you're all working crap jobs trying to get the job that you want to get in London, you know? And uh, we had a night at home one night and it was such a, an amazing night. And, like, we couldn't afford to go to the pub, we couldn't afford to go out, couldn't even afford the bus, but <laughs> yeah. managed to scrape enough to get some cans, sit at home and listen to music all night and just chat and have the best night ever. And honestly, like, I've been to some amazing clubs in my time, but I honestly have had the best nights of my life at home with my mates, having yeah. cans, having chats, you know, catching up. And that's exactly what Blessings is about. It's just, like... it's Sometimes the stuff that's so everyday doesn't feel like this massive thing that... It just can be when you really sit back and, and see it for what it is, which is just this amazing moment where it had nothing to do with anything other than just living in the moment. You know? Yeah, nowism again. You know, all you really need is £2.49 and a you know, few exactly, cans. Mate. And a couple of cans of Fosters and you're off. <laughs> and some good mates and some good music. Exactly. That is like, you know, it's, it, that is happy, you know, happy days. Uh, well, uh, what a wonderful song. Um, and which brings us to, to track eight. Uh, cry out now this is a stomper there's a slight different vibe to this there's yeah. lots of space in the in the track yeah and it's it's got this very stomping kind of feel yeah. to it rain hits hard on the door tonight whispers in the wind there's a wolf outside trying to stay to cover but i'm terrified asking now you coming back again because i can't recall the last words we spoke Broken up line on your telephone Holding back tears as I start to choke Asking now you coming back again It was kind of different. It was like, the, the, with respect, everything felt, you know, like you were in your comfort zone, you know, up sure. until this moment. It just yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. these are all very Tom Walker. And then suddenly like, oh, hang on, what's happening here? Yeah. Suddenly like my ears pricked up. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, just, you know, he's like, 
flexing it a little bit here. Well, so. we just went all out for this one. I was recording with Jim Abyss, who's one of my favourite producers oh, of all time. DJ Shadow. He's just, mate, he's so sick. Like, and yeah. his studio's so good. It's got every piece of gear and guitar pedal and all these isolation cabinets so you and your band can play together but the sound's isolated in case you want to overdub anything it's like wow. crazy things and, and, like, and where these, is this? it's uh, it's out in Saffron Walden would you believe wow. yeah <laughs> which I don't even know where that is I'm just, Sussex I think <laughs> yeah something like that um, but yeah he's got this amazing place and uh, no Suffolk sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> But and yeah, incredible! What a what a legend you got to. So, um, who was it? You that wanted to work with him? Or? Yeah, I, I did the blessings EP with him, so I did blessings with him as well. Yeah. But with this track, it was a bit later on. It was after we'd done the EPs together, and I was like, I wanted to make sure we did a couple of tracks for this album because I like working with a whole host of different people because it's it's really fun and you learn loads doing it as well. But I just I adore Jim's method of making stuff, which. I don't want to say it's old-fashioned because it isn't. It's just, it's so proper. It's all analogue gear, all recorded properly. If you don't get it right, you do it again. Yeah. No messing about on the computer, fixing things. Just do it again. Yeah, yeah. you're not EQing stuff before it goes to tape. You're just recording a great sound. Exactly. And he catches, honestly, the most amazing takes of stuff and it's just raw and ready. And with this one, we were in the studio and the stomping sound is all real stomps. Yes. The chains are all real chains that we dropped off his balcony. <laughs> and the drummer's sitting there smashing tea trays together to get the snare sound. I used a banjo on it that we'd borrowed off his mate for the day. I'd never played banjo before in my life. Wow. We recorded it, the banjo. He's got this doorway where if you if you sat in there with a the banjo and this epic reverb noise, so we recorded all the banjo in this really random doorway with this old copper phone microphone. It was just doing stuff with him so inspirational and so cool, and you get to really just play about and and have fun as like a recording musician, you know. And and there's not a lot of time to do that these days. And yeah, God, I love working with him. He's, oh, he's amazing! Wicked. No, it sounds like you really learned lots about the craft of of recording. Totally. You know, you're, I, I see you as a as a singer songwriter and and a and a producer. You know, you're yeah. You're, well, I produce all you? my early stuff on my own. Do you know what I mean? But like, I don't pretend to be anywhere near the level of these guys that are yeah, yeah, yeah. this album. But with Jim, it's just it's just great, and and it, it takes a long time to get it done. But it's it's so worth it when you get there. So, yeah, and yeah. then lyrically, it sounds like you want to be there for someone. Yeah, this is one of the ones that I'm... This is uh, A lot of people have asked me about this song and this one stays with me. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. This this is, is, this yeah it's like like in... Um, what's that lovely Tom Hawks, Tom Hanks war film? Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. When you, you, know, you know the bit I mean, you know, at the end he just goes, I'm just... Just gonna save this one for myself. Yeah, it's like, for it sure. Something to do with his with his missus or something like that. Yeah, this but, is. Yeah, this one stays with me. I've not told anybody <laughs> what this is about. So yeah. Oh, so yeah. well, it's very. You know, obviously, people are picking up on the fact that you know you you, you want to be a rock for someone, and it's yeah, like, totally. Really, I mean, it was it's, you know it's very, it's very an, briefly. It was we thought we'd lost somebody, and it was tragic. I nearly swore then again. I'm so glad I didn't. On Virgin Radio. <laughs> it was absolutely tragic and heartbreaking, and. Uh, Thankfully, we did, and, and it's all good. So yeah, I'll leave oh, it at that. Yeah, happy ending. That's that's wonderful. Um, so track nine we're at now, and uh, dominoes. Yeah, I can't believe my eyes. Ma is playing the racism game. People blaming religion for crimes committed by those who are losing their minds. There's still so much love on this planet. The news only shows us the damage. They're the ones with the cameras playing into the hands of the bandits. It feels like there's a, a political undercurrent. Yeah, yeah, here. absolutely. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd stayed off politics. It was all personal yeah, up until this moment. Totally. Well, it had to be, like, it's called What a Time to Be Alive, and it's so funny talking to different people about the album. They either go, wow, what a positive title, that's great, or they go... God, that's a bit of a depressing title. And it's so funny to see each person's different take on the title of this album. Oh, because, because they think you're being sarcastic. But it's 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 both things. It's like, what a time to be alive. Because, oh my God, the last three years of my life have been amazing. Me and my friends have achieved some next level things together. I just got engaged. Like Things just keep getting better. With me. It's like, it's been ridiculous. But then on the other side of it, it's just, you just think, 
especially with like some things that have gone on in England, like Brexit, it was like so depressing to me. I oh God! Believe it, man. I mean, I'm, let's not get into a whole Brexit policy, bloody politics <laughs> oh, thing God, here. But, no, but yeah, I was at Glastonbury. Oh, when I, I was, was there as well, mate. I woke too. up because there was a girl <laughs> in the tent next door crying because yeah. she just found out about Brexit, and I was just like, "Yeah, mate, I, I couldn't believe it." So I'm you still know, still awake because I I was DJ from 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 four till six right. at Glastonbury, <laughs> so I was still awake when that result. I was just sort of you know the all of the dopamine was coming out of my blood when that result came through. Oh, okay. man. It was heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. There's nothing worse than waking up in, like, the hottest tent in the world and <laughs> can't find any water and someone's crying next door because they just found out about Brexit, you know? Oh, um, blimey, but yeah. But there's just some stuff going on in, in politics, not just in the UK, but I don't know. It's the whole... It just scares me sometimes watching the news and, and, and I don't know, I feel like news is sometimes kind of manufactured to make you fear everything you know i often think is brexit some like magical cover-up and they've been doing stuff all the time oh god yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. all well, it's all a bit frightening and it's just it's my outlook on politics and and how i kind of feel about it all and i'm not preaching to anybody and trying to tell them you should believe what i believe because i'm correct you know mm, yeah, i've got yeah. no idea but yeah you're commentating just, you're just you're exactly. observing yeah for sure yeah yeah and i can't agree with you more about news i do in fact i do a good news feature on my show, I just I get I just find good. lovely, good, positive stories, yeah, and just put them out to try and balance out everything that we're being force fed. You know, I I, I know a exactly. Light on it, yeah, yeah it I know exactly what you mean. I've had to I had to stop watching it at some point because it's just it's too much the news. You know? Yeah, you yeah, know, I hardly ever. I, I just you know do my good news and that's you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. and I'm so happy as a result. Yeah, you know, I just I, don't, I hardly ever engage with it. Um. So ah, oh, now I've been looking forward to getting to track ten. There's a real, there's a very nice uh, flow to your album. And when Thank we get you. to track 10, To Fade Away, yeah. this was a real standout track for me. away I thought hang on a minute this sounds like one of those um track five or six in a record when you get a break yeah. you know when you get something a bit different where you sort of slip in that's a, a classic way of you know putting an album together isn't it to put to put something in the middle yeah that's sandwiched by familiarity yeah. but you put it as track as, as the penultimate track and it actually kind of made sense to me because for me it was like a real treat before we get to I think, obviously, you know, your favourite Tom Walker track is going to probably change week or month on month. But <laughs> at the moment, my, it's the, the it, I, I think you've saved the best one to last. Yeah. But, but this is a standout track and it feels like, you know, it's a huge, big finish. It's like, a, it's a really lovely, soft start and then it builds up to this really slowly, this massive crescendo. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a really interesting track and it's very filmic as well. It sounds like it could be in a film. So yeah. Yeah, what's going on with this? So it's Fade Away. I mean, it was one of those tracks. I wrote this when I was 19 and it just stood the test of time. Wow. With me and my mates. And I used to play it just me and a guitar and it was like, I can't tell you how simple the chords were. It was like two two strings on a guitar. The whole thing was on. And just moving those chords around with like the the first and the either major or the minor third. Yeah. And uh, I I was in a relationship quite young and it was one of my, it was my first proper relationship and it lasted four five years something like that wow and you know when everything's if if it's your first relationship everything's so much more emotional isn't oh, it yeah. like it's crazy <laughs> of course and when you're that age you do not know how to deal with it properly because yeah. it's never happened to you before of course and i remember when i first moved to london me and my long-term uh girlfriend split up and it was a bit of a messy ending like she'd accused me of like cheating on her which t was not true at all yeah i couldn't be like the, i'm more the opposite of that you know it was yeah. crazy and all these all these things that she'd kind of like i guess like made up um in her mind because i think she didn't know how to deal with me going to uni you know yeah and like fair enough you know we were both young so i, I don't begrudge anything but at the time i was so heartbroken about it and i was so gutted and it was just i didn't know how to feel about it and this um I wrote this like just after we'd broken up and uh, I did it again with Jim Abyss yeah. and uh, my piano player, uh, Mr. Peter Lee, who's a fantastic composer and he came in and just figured the chords out so nice. He got them 
so so good so much better than i had it on the guitar you know it, it pulled the whole thing together beautifully and then we got strings on it and yeah it just oh. it just feels really cinematic and i love that we recorded it at rack studios in london which is again a beautiful place to record so right right yeah it's no, one it of my favorites as well doesn't surprise me that jim abbas uh, was was behind this because i was thinking those those strings it's it's you know it's yeah. got that dj shadow strings vibe that uncle yeah. strings thing you know that yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. good at you know yeah. and real strings Real strings, yeah, proper, yeah, yeah. Like, not, not, it wasn't yeah. Mellotrons and stuff. I, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's any fake strings on this album. Angels was a 30-piece string Whoa. orchestra, which we recorded at Angel Studios in London. How cool is that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we did the string for Angels at Angel. Wow. Um, so, yeah, everything was there's real strings as far as I can. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, string samples, but no. Yeah, man, I just love that track. It just felt Thank like you. you were... Well, I was, I was going to say sort of slightly out of your comfort zone, but you've just said you wrote it when you were 19, you know? Yeah. You were, you were clearly right in it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, there's, there's a couple of older songs that later on in my career I'd love to go back to because I think I was in a very specific place when I wrote them and I didn't know anything about writing other than the instinct of doing it. And I think there's something really special in those tracks. You mm, know? Mm. Like Just You and I and Fade Away, I wrote on my own and... It was just simply because I felt a certain way about a certain something at a certain time and I wanted to just get it down. And it wasn't because I was thinking about anything else, like, is this going to get in the jazz? Is this going to do... <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think there's something really special. In... I've got like a bank of, I think I did 140 songs for this album and then wow. these are the ones I picked, so wow. yeah, I'm going to go back one day. Wow, so your, so your second album is not going to be as, as hard as... as uh, well, I'm going to write all is. new ones, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> if they weren't good enough to get onto this album, then I need to do 140 more. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> well, actually, well, all of this reminds me of that... that absolutely true musician musicians adage which is that you get your whole life to write your your debut record totally yeah. and then you get six months to write your second one while, not while you're on tour. i will not be getting six months i'll be getting a year minimum <laughs> mate i'll tell you that it's Good. like paolo Nantini writes great music because he seems to just disappear for like three years yeah like steely dan he's just gone <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that's the way to do it i know it's different uh, in the kind of current climate of how music is everything's like we need this tomorrow um but I don't know. I think good music comes with good, good amount of time. To yeah, write it. well, and a lot of like you say with with Leave a Light, a lot of your music is slow burn. Totally. Yeah, it takes a while to build. Yeah. I mean, it's, some of it's slow burn for me, honestly. <laughs> so there's tracks that I've written where I've been like not sure about this, and then after six months, I'm like, this is a massive tune. I've still got it in my head later on, and everyone was like telling me it was great, and I was going, nah, it's not the one. It's not the one. This. So yeah, it just takes a while. It's funny that with music. Well, I hope Fado, I hope to be in the cinema one day and to to shed a tear when when you know the end of when well actually any part of a Fade Away it gets comes into on. a Bond film. That's what oh we mate, that's what yes, there needs yes. to be a, a, a oh. sad moment in a Bond film. Oh my that's god, yes, it. yes. When a, when a, yes, another girl that he loves dies at the end. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the moment. That's the moment. Yes. We gosh, we get to the end now and to. This gorgeous, gorgeous single of yours, which we are absolutely hammering, and it is a, such a pleasure oh, to play you. this song. I, I, it's, it's currently my absolute favourite. I mean, there's so many songs of yours that I love, but this, but just you and I, it's got this vibe about it. When I would drive down to see her, and we would paint the town, too many shots I'd be passing out, because I could never keep up. But, but now I'm puking open I know I can tell you when or then You won't judge, you're just listening Yeah Cause you're the best thing That ever happened to me Cause my darling you and I like, shoot me down for saying this, but it's got a sort of a police vibe about it. Oh, love that. Right? Love that. It, it, yes. It, 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 it's almost like, it's like the essence of it is like slowed down Calypso to yeah. me. It's like you've distilled that sort of Calypso Jamaican <laughs> sunshine, but you put it in a very Tom Walker context. Yeah, totally. Do you know what? I love that you say that because when I grew up, I, apparently before I could even speak, I was attempting to sing along to the police in the car with my mum and dad. <laughs> and I loved the police and I loved Sting growing up as well and like listen to... Just endlessly listened to it. I actually got the opportunity to meet Sting, and I just I didn't do it because I was like, "What if he? What if he's not nice? What if he doesn't like me?" I was just like, <laughs> "Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! Just, just stay true." <laughs> it's just Shaggy at the time, so it's very odd. Um, but yeah, I love this track. It's one of my favourites, and again, it's one of those where I just wrote in like five hours in that basement studio. I was telling wow. you about. Uh, one night when I couldn't sleep because I had the idea of the chorus running around my head, and I thought. 
if I don't get this down right now, tomorrow it will be gone and it will be gone forever. Yeah. And I just went down into the studio and just wrote the whole thing and it just it just poured right out of me. It was really odd. And the, and that version that you wrote would be presumably like the acoustic version you did on Chris's shows. So it's very different from the the quite bells and whistles produced sure. lovely kind of side chained yeah. one that's yeah that's, yeah that's, that's that's on the album. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the you know what's funny with this song? I actually ended up I wrote this on piano when I couldn't play piano, and it was a <laughs> whirly thing. I just bought this keyboard for like forty quid. Yeah, because everyone was in bed. When I was writing this song, I was like, well, I'll do it on the MIDI keyboard with headphones on. And just did all the chords on this and just like moved it around on the computer until it sounded right. Yeah. And then wrote all the lyrics for it and put the vocal down the next day. And uh, it's one of these, like my missus who I just got engaged to, uh, we were to, we've been together for six years now. And I met her on the last day of a ski holiday in France so randomly. <laughs> and then we sat together on this 24-hour coach on the way back to Sheffield and ended up just like chilling for three days in Sheffield. And I just said to her, do you know what? If you ever want to come to London, just hit me up and come up. And she ended up coming down. And then that's how we like started going out. It was crazy. Are you marrying a Sheffield lass? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, she's from uh, she's from Huddersfield. Yeah. H-U-D like, whoa. <laughs> um, but uh, so we did long distance for two years. And that's yeah. what this song is about. It's like, it was so difficult. But every time we saw each other, we made the absolute most of it. And there's like a line that's like quad vods and I'm puking up. And there's this place in Sheffield called Corporation. And at the yes, time, the, yeah. at the time they were selling quad vods. And when they were <laughs> selling them, everybody in there was so obliterated. It was mental, <laughs> that place. Like sick all over the dance floor and the toilets were just completely ruined. Like they had, they stopped selling them eventually because it was just too much. But yeah, there's like, it's such a nostalgic song for me and, and uh, one of those where every single line is is just like a fact and true, and I really love that about it. Oh, fantastic! Well, and it's beautifully produced as well. Did you who produced that? Mark Ralph produced the new version because originally we put it out uh, two years ago, yeah. the acoustic version, yeah, which with Jonathan yeah. Cornby. Yeah. But the new version that's out now, uh, I, I wanted to put it out when we got engaged to celebrate our engagement, and oh. how far we'd come together, and how far the song had come as well. Oh, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's so beautiful. Oh, thank I think you. it's, I love everything about it. And like I say, you know, anything that reminds me of the police, I absolutely, you know, love that band. So yeah. Stuart Copeland is my favorite drummer. Oh, man, I think he's so good. I think that's, yeah. So, um, so you wanted to leave people feeling good at the end of your record. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that a deliberate, you know, placement of just this really beautiful, uplifting song? It was just, do you know what? I, did, I didn't have any intention for the track listing other than how it made me feel. It wasn't like I want it to be a certain journey like this. I just, I sat and I can't tell you how long it took me to get this. I never knew how hard it would be to get a track listing for an album and get it in the right order, and I wanted it to flow and like... Try being a band with four people. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even imagine. And, and four people and a manager. Yeah. It's a effing nightmare it was crazy and like to me it's perfect now it's absolutely perfect it's such a journey with kind of the more the the kind of the Tom Walker that everybody knows at the start and then the, the new me at the end with a bit of the old me that no one's ever heard which yes. I think is super cool but yeah the show which is the last track is my favourite track on the album by Country Mile I love it that's not. That's really cool that you've said that. It's you know you've 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 gone kind of newer and newer as you've got through the record because because for me the record just gets better and better, and so that suggests that your trajectory is upward. You know, that's, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that, that's really cool because you know what? Like when I, when I listen, like I listen to the whole record, and and like I say, the last one that I did was the 1975, and that that. But they're in a complete. You can't compare them because they're in a completely different place. You know, they're yeah. they're on third or whatever third or fourth album. Sure. And you know, your this is your calling card. You know, their album was full of surprises, yeah. and there were no there weren't any surprises here until well, really in, until we get to fade away. Then it's like whoa, yeah. This is like and there was there was that other Jim Abbas one, which is so a bit of a surprise. But you're in a different place here. You're just saying this is you're setting out your stall, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And totally. so you're not you know you're not in the game for surprises yet. No. But but so then, you know, your next record, you must be already thinking about that and where you're going to go. You know, I don't you... really know, you know. It's, it's, it's one of those where I've started writing, like, instantly. Like, I've not stopped writing because I yeah. just wanted to just... If you feel like writing, you should always write. Don't be like, well, I've got nothing to write for. There's always, you're going to always need songs at some point. Um, so I've started writing, but I don't, I, I don't know. I never... 
with this album, I didn't want to be like, it's going to have a theme and a concept and it's going to be about yeah. this and a futuristic land. For, like, <laughs> I don't really write like that. I write of about course. me and my mates, you know, and yeah. that's what I'm good at. And yeah. like, that's what the next album will be like. So I don't, but I'm just going to keep writing and trying better and better my songwriting because, you know, it's funny to hear artists and how their stuff changes over the years and how it matures and... I'm excited to like to do that on this journey. I'm excited to get out and write the next album and see yeah. how it ends up. I guess it'll be exciting for you with who you work with, who you collaborate with. I mean, you know, I'm seeing a, a, a blueprint for the future with that rudimental track that you did, which is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Absolutely fantastic. And, you know, you working with different producers, you know, with drum and bass producers, essentially. Yeah. And that made something really interesting. So I'm kind of excited. Like, you're going to just do what you're good at. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm yeah, going to write about me and my mates. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to preach. I'm going to commentate. And I'm going to just do my thing. But, of course, then the difference comes with somebody like Jim yeah. will take that and and be really visionary with it. Yeah. And so I'm kind of excited by who you might end up with, you know, work, it's because you might end up with somebody that takes your song in a completely different place. Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, yeah, I, 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 love, I love working with new people because it is well exciting, you know, like working with Steve Mack and working with Mike Spencer... Jim Abyss and Jonathan Quornby, and they're the four people that helped me make this album. And, you know, you just learn so much working with different people. And you learn things about yourself. Like, Jim Jim does vocals like no other producer. He um, he sends everybody out of the studio, and it's just, like, him on the other side of the glass and then me in the booth. And I've never met anybody else who does that, you know? And you get these really special, unique kind of vocal takes with him and... I don't know. It's just it's just cool how everybody's got like their own way of doing things. Like Mike Spencer's got this beautiful studio out in um, near Essex, and it just looks over this huge field, which in the summer in in England is absolutely gorgeous. And like she, so it's it's so countryside that when we were making one of the tunes, sheep had like somehow got into his farm and walked into the studio <laughs> when we were doing takes. So we had to like usher them out and find the farm that they'd come from and all that, you know? And it, it's just like, it's so cool just working in different places with different people. I love it. Oh, fantastic. Well, Tom, like I can't wait to uh, see what happens. I can't wait for the rest of your journey. You're obviously a lovely man that, that makes lovely music music and man <laughs> more you. power to your elbow so. nice one thank you very much it's been a pleasure that was the lovely tom walker going through his debut album what a time to be alive as part of the virgin radio podcast i'm eddie temple morris and i hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as i enjoyed interviewing tom and as much as we enjoyed putting that together i'm going to be on virgin radio at 10 o'clock every weekday i hope to see you then and uh, see you hopefully soon on another of our virgin radio podcasts when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.